From May 23rd to 25th, the Human Rights Foundation's community reunited in Norway for the 2022 Oslo Freedom Forum at the Oslo Concerthus. Guests from all corners of the globe joined together to discuss the year's most pressing human rights issues and to brainstorm new ways to expand freedom worldwide. This year's theme, Champion of Change, represented a strong, scalable call to action for our community, inviting our audience to act and advocate on behalf of activists who are themselves champions and their causes. At the Oslo Freedom Forum, we realize that everyone has the potential to affect change, either as a champion on an individual level or as part of a larger movement. Welcome to Dissidents and Dictators, a series of conversations by the Human Rights Foundation dedicated to exposing and challenging authoritarianism around the world. This episode was recorded during the 2022 Oslo Freedom Forum, a global gathering of activists and dissidents united in standing up to tyranny. Since 2009, individuals have come from across the world to educate, share, and inspire at the Oslo Freedom Forum. You can watch this programming and more on the Oslo Freedom Forum YouTube or Facebook pages. I can remember the morning of 24th of February. It was still dark when I looked at my phone and saw a dozen missed calls. I dialed the last one, and that is how I found out that Russian troops had invaded the territory of Ukraine. We left our apartment, and my husband stopped for a moment and said that we had lived many happy years in that house. We had no idea if we would be able to come back home and see each other again. I said goodbye to my husband, grabbed my emergency bag and drove into the other district of Kiev, where my team and I were living and working together during the entire period when Russian troops were deployed near Kyiv. We brought up several hundreds of people all around the country to document war crimes. For three months, we registered the Russian troops, shelling residential buildings, schools, churches, hospitals, and critical infrastructure facilities. We are documenting the testimonies of the victims and relatives of torture, abduction, murder, sexual assault, and other offenses. Working together, we have collected more than 5,000 stories. There is no justification for Russians' actions. There is no purpose in doing this. There is no legitimate purpose to force people to go down into the basement, to order them to appoint eight volunteers, and no purpose in shooting them, no purpose in using tanks to have fun firing at people on bicycles whose bodies lay scattered around the streets, 
until liberation. No purpose in breaking someone's house, killing the owner, and raping a mother next to her nine years old child. No purpose in shooting a 14 years old boy at close range who was just playing with a ball in the yard. No purpose in breaking into the house and abducting the math teacher, transferring her to Russia, locking her in a detention center, and shaving her head bald. There is no purpose in deporting one million people to Russia where they have no money or document and no way to get home. There is also no military necessity for it. Russians have only done the things because they could. Russia uses these crimes as the methods of warfare. They attempt to break the people's resistance and occupy the country by the means in what I call the immense pain of civilian people. And we are recording this pain so that sooner or later, all Russians who committed these crimes, as well as Putin and the rest of the senior political leadership and military high command, can be brought to justice. For decades, Russian military have been committed war crimes in Chechnya, Moldova, Georgia, Ukraine, and they have enjoyed impunity. They even got away with chemical weapons attacks against civilians, people in Syria. They believed that they can do whatever they wanted. We must break this circle of impunity. Europe must establish international tribunal and hold these criminals accountable. This war has a distinct value dimension. Putin is not afraid of NATO. Putin is afraid of the idea of freedom. He seeks to create Russian world who claims to represent so-called traditional values, but in reality mixes dictatorship, corruption and nostalgia for the imperialism of the Soviet Empire. Putin will fight for his influence in Europe, and if necessary, he will use a war as a tool to achieve his goals. If we are not be able to stop Putin in Ukraine, he will go further. None year ago, during the Revolution of Dignity, we fought against authoritarian rule and for democracy, for the right to live and develop our country where everybody's rights are protected, government is independent, judiciary is independent and accountable, 
and police do not beat students who are peacefully demonstrating. And we paid a rather high price for it. And now, in this war with Russia, we are fighting again to have a right for democracy. And our struggle is important for the entire region, where in the, some countries, freedom has been limited to a four-wall of a prison cell. The success of Ukraine will change the entire region and change the democratic future of Russia itself. That is why, when asking Russian human rights colleagues how we can help you, they reply, be successful. For this very reason, we require your help. Immediately after the invasion, international organizations evacuated their personnel, so it was common people who supported those in the combat zones, who took people out from the ruined cities, who suffered from artillery fires, who rescued people under the rubbles of residential buildings, who brought into the encirclement to deliver humanitarian aid. People abroad are not indifferent either. Someone is collecting donations. Someone is writing about what is happening. Someone is holding rallies, demanding their governments to supply Ukraine with heavy weapons. Someone has decided to pay more for gas by no buying from Russia because freedom is worth it. Be that someone. Call this war the war. Collect donations, write about Ukraine, hold rallies, urge your government to supply Ukraine with heavy weapons. Stop doing business with Russia. Stop buying Russian oil. Take an active position. Do not just pose. Defeating Putin is requires from all of us to step out of our comfort zone. And common people have a much greater impact than they even think. Mass mobilization of common people in different countries can change the world's history quicker than the UN intervention. The work continues. And I cannot know the way my personal story will end. But I'm certain Ukraine will win and freedom will prevail. Thank you. Thanks.